Hi, my name is Jenny. And my name's Yuri. Still Yuri? Yep, I'm still Yuri. I'm still Jenny. Welcome to Conscious Cuppa. This is a weekly podcast in which we explore, dive into and ponder spiritual ideas and questions and quotes, including law of attraction. We're here sipping a wonderful brew and invite you to do the same while listening in as we share our personal insights, stories, discoveries about life, the universe and everything in between, all based on what's written on a wooden lollipop stick. We believe that imagining creates our physical reality and that is going to shape the show. Hopefully encourage all of you conscious creators out there. And for all of our listeners, there's a bonus question just for you right at the end of the podcast for you to muse and schmooze over. We really love hearing from you and enjoy your input so much. So please make contact on Twitter at Conscious Cuppa. C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S-C-U-P-P-A. <laughs> and via email, ConsciousCuppa at gmail.com. Keep it short and sweet because it's got to fit on a wooden lollipop stick. So, grab a brew, take a few, sip in and serve up. Yuri, what's in your cup today? So I have an amazing mixture that I've never tried before and in fact I'm about to it's ginger and lemongrass again from the yum yum shop in brighton okay yeah so, so i'm gonna plunge. it's in a cafeteria and let's have a see what this tastes like oh it smells amazing so it's lemony but obviously it's from the lemongrass perfect temperature mm. I'm not tasting. I'm not tasting a lot of ginger. Okay, so it might need a bit of fresh ginger grated in there. The the ginger's very subtle, but the lemongrass is in there. Oh, it's really nice. The first time I had lemongrass tea was in Grenada, and it's just literally, it looks like dried straw. And then you taste it, and you're like, thanks, this is amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, it reminds me of that. It's delicious. And I've got a tea from Miss Q. Miss Q, who done October's music compilation for us thank you so much i got a load of yogi teas uh including uh, mother's balance no women's balance um bedtime and choco which is mm. the one that i've got now which is supposed to be chocolatey but like a lot of these tea bags it's not very chocolatey but it's still nice in its own right i don't know why they have to give it these names i wonder well, it's got a slightly chocolate smell, and I wonder what it's made of. I mean, is it is it made of cocoa or something? It's probably made of cocoa. I can just about taste the cocoa in it, mm. but I I still like it. It's it's got quite a licorice flavor as well, and on the tag, all of these yogi teas come with a little saying on their tag. It says, "Give love, get love." Nice. What about get love? I understand. Receive. Receive. Yeah. Give love, receive love. Yeah. I will do that. Thank you, Miss Q. And you can check out her music compilation on YouTube. Just put in Conscious Cuppa Compilation and you'll get at least five compilations come up, two of which are from Miss Q on her Nubian Delight channel. Nice. Thanks, Miss Q. So here's what we do. 
We've got a bunch of lollipop sticks and we have questions and quotes written on them. We roll the dice to decide who picks first. We have up to five minutes on the clock to answer, to consider, to ponder these lollipop sticks, all of which will be on our Twitter page so you can ponder along too. Let's roll the dice to see who goes first. Two. Two. And five. five. I'm going to go first. Jenny, it's you up. <laughs> My lollipop stick says £10 million for you versus £100 million for your family and friends. But that's easy. That is just too easy. I don't even know why I wrote this question. Maybe I should. the question should be £100 million for yourself or £100 million for you and your family and friends. Yeah. That's a better question. Okay, so answer it then. Five minutes on the clock. Go. A hundred million pounds for me, my family and friends. That's okay. You can stop the clock. (laughs) That's just too simple. Come on, we need to know a bit more about this hundred million pounds and how it's going to be. What? Why not? Why not? Yeah, why not? Or or what change are you going to see? I'm excited. I mean, obviously, it would feel just absolutely amazing to be able to share wealth with people. I would just be so happy to have a party, Mm. an unsocially distanced party, (laughs) where everybody comes and just I could just give everybody a check for however much that divvies up to. Whether you know, a hundred people easily, my family and friends. So that's a million pounds each. I mean, that's that's more than enough to do whatever project you want to do, which is, you know, buy a new house, buy a new car. Oh, so that's go to, interesting. Go to college, go to uni, go to whatever it is people want to do, invest in uh, their kids' education, wh- whatever it is, you know, buy a boat, uh, buy a yacht. So what is the criteria of the... I like the way you're just absolutely divvying it up by the number of people there are. Yeah. They, everybody gets an equal amount. You're yeah. not, like, choosing, oh, no. you'll get no. 100. You're, you know, because somebody was talking to me about a will uh-huh. and how that was divvied up. And yeah. It was all a bit... seemed a bit random. I'm sure it made perfect sense to the person how yeah. they divvied it up. But I'm interested in, is this all generations of your family? So what about the... How far does it go? Yeah. I mean, ha- what about the lady that's pregnant? You know, do you give do you give a million pounds to... Okay, oh. so I'm not going to give a million to the two-year-old in the family. Okay. Okay, it's going to be the head of the family. Okay, so but, each family gets a million. Yeah. If there's money left over, then I get to treat the ones that are younger that I haven't given a million to. Okay. So that might be nice to have like a little driving lessons or, you know, something they need for uni, something they need when they're 21. You know, there's certain things you can't do until you're 21 or 18 or whatever it is. But, yeah, I'm not thinking of putting it in offshore accounts or anything like that. I'm not trying to hide it. I'll just give it away. Yeah, distribute absolutely. it. Just distribute it. So that's this love, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, some people might think that's a bit silly. You should invest it and let it grow and then you can give more out later. But money likes people. People like money. So let's get on with it. Flow. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, Nice. So 
Yeah, 100 million pounds. I'm looking at the lollipop stick now and it's saying 100 million pounds for your family and friends. So actually it's saying you don't get anything. They get it all. Yeah. Yeah, that's still fine. 10 million pounds for me, which I could divvy up. Yeah. Or I don't get anything. There's 100 million pounds for my family and friends. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, definitely. Family and friends. I'm sure they'll take me out to dinner. I would go to that restaurant that is in the film Nine Nights. It's a Caribbean restaurant. I think it's in Camden. And it's kind of like an underworld. And all, like, the walls are carved. Mm. Oh, it's amazing. Got to see Nine Nights. I think it was on BBC recently. I'd hope one person would take me to that restaurant. Yeah. Wait, I would give you money. You'll be part of my family and friends. Is that so, a hint? So, so. <laughs> I'm the one obviously taking her to the restaurant then. That would be really, that would be lovely. Here's your money. Hint, hint. Yeah, <laughs> Definitely. I, I want to go no, now. There would be no strings attached. There mm. would be no strings attached. Mm. But, yeah, that's... that's. Well, you managed to fill your five minutes. I did. That's just such an easy decision. Yeah, yeah. lovely. Okay. Okay, let's see. Jesus is awakened imagination. Ooh. Neville Goddard. It's good to have Neville back again. Um, Welcome, five Neville. Minutes, five minutes on the clock yep, and ticking. So, awakened imagination is where you are consciously using your imagination to create your reality. Imagination is running all the time. Creating what you do want and what you don't want. It just, it's just, it's an automatic thing that's on. So, Jesus, as your awakened imagination, as far as I understand, in the way Neville teaches it, lectures about it, shares, is that I feel I'm becoming Jesus. So, the more I use my imagination consciously, the more I'm able to create the reality I do want that is loving and is helpful. So for me and my brothers. So imagination creates your your world, yeah, your reality. And as you become conscious of creating your world and your, your reality, this is your Jesus self. And Jesus has certain practices and principles that he uses. And the core of that is this, imagination that is you as god his father can you qualify what you mean by jesus jesus is is your imagination as man so we 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 have the potential as humans to be jesus to have this jesus spirit to awaken this jesus spirit in us and that is using your imagination as a person here on earth so i would add to that that Jesus is a state of mind. Every, every, all the characters in the Bible are states of mind. Moses is a state of mind. It's like a way of thinking, a way of being in the world. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, Jesus has awakened the imagination is a state of perpetual forgiveness. Okay. So you're always changing what some when something is unlovely into something that's lovely. Yes. This is your water into wine in a sense. So you're always changing what you see. What the father is, what the Jehovah character is, is I'm aware of being something. Maybe I'm aware of being unhappy. What you need Jesus for is to to move into a state of 
feeling happy, mm. to move from a state of feeling poor to a state of feeling wealthy. Mm. So that's that's what these states do, and specifically Jesus, as in an awakened imagination, because you're always imagining all the time. You yeah. might imagining worse things for yourself, but the awakened imagination is is the boat is rocking, and you're waking up Jesus to calm the waves, to bring things back to equilibrium, harmony, mm. things that will keep you feeling delighted in the world. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. That's yeah. a really good joint explanation. I really <laughs> like that. Okay, I think I think that's it. We've yeah. nailed it in under, under four minutes. Cool. That's brilliant. Isn't it interesting, Jenny, how teas and smells evoke experiences? Have you remembered something? No, I was just looking at it and thinking how lovely. I feel like I'm drinking Grenada and it's evoking oh. all these delightful feelings, yeah. you know, about being with friends and, and laughing and being gifted beautiful tea that I'd never drunk before. and I, re- I remember him being really young in Dominica with this chocolate cocoa type tea. Mm. And I remember them giving us um, some kind of chocolate drink and I did not like it at all. But I kept drinking it because I was told it was cocoa. <laughs> trying and, to find the cocoa in it. Yeah, I was trying to find the, the sweet and delightful kind of Cadbury's drinking chocolate that it was supposed to be, and it never quite tasted like that. Now I'm older, and I can appreciate things that are not full of sugar. (laughs) It's it's got that in it, and it would be really nice to go back now and taste that original cocoa from Dominica and appreciate it. Yeah, I was thinking about sweets and how... Really, they're the fuel of children, you know, this sugar, this sweet. Back back home, it's it's chewing sugar cane, yeah. you know, and, and some honey. Yeah, and yeah. how that's that's so, so the fuel of children. If you want different results in your life, all you have to do is change your mind. Mm. If you want different results in your life, all you have to do is change your mind. Okay, five minutes. So what we were talking about earlier with Jehovah is that character or state. It's not even a state. Jehovah is like what is. It's it's like a straight line that does not bend. It just keeps going. So once it's set, it is set. That is what it's going to be. And this makes me think of what we inherit, either genetically or what uh, we are taught. That is it. And this is passed down and passed down and passed down. And it will never change unless you get a bit of Jesus in your life. So again, what we're taught in uh, Sunday school is not quite what the Bible is actually telling you. What it's telling you is that Jesus is the bit of you that is imagination, that can imagine a new thing in your life. So he's dad, Jehovah. It's like, this is the rules. This is what is. Get on with it. And Jesus, which is the son of Jehovah, and yet there's another son, David. But Jesus is the, the bit that's like, dad, you know what? This has been going on way too long. Okay, we need something new. I am getting sick of eating porridge every morning. 
let's have some bacon and eggs. Some fresh fruit salad. Some fresh fruit salad. With ginger. (laughs) With ginger. That would be lovely. But it's the bit that says, if we carry on like this, this is going to become hell at some point. Mm. We need Jesus's capacity to change things, which is your imagination, to change things, to get different results. And what imagination does, in a sense, is change the light, your knowledge. It's like the light is held in a particular position. And now you are going to imagine uh, a different makeup. That's your mind. Your mind is like the, the scaffolding on which you build new ideas about what is. And then that light becomes solid. And it becomes solid in the room that you live in, the town that you move around in, the job that you do and so on and so forth. This is the new light that has crystallized. So I love that idea that Jehovah holds things in position because once you get the new thing, you do need it to stay there. Stay there. I just got this thing done. Stay there. I want to enjoy it for a bit. Yeah. But as soon as it becomes, you know, it could be something lovely, but... Too much of a good thing. Exactly. It's like I was so into movies, 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 movies. But if I was like destined to watch three movies a day, as I did sometimes, or to binge watch every day, it would become exhausting. Yeah. So what seems like a good thing does need a change from time to time. And that's where your Jesus self comes in and changes the mind, changes a bit. You could even say it could even be like, you're just, you're just changing the room around. So you've got this, all the same yeah. furniture, but you're just changing oh, the room around. I so love it's just, doing that. Yeah, I used to do that a lot as a kid, oh, didn't you? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Gosh, I so it's loved not like, it. You don't have to move somewhere else. No. But you'll get slightly different results as you walk yes. into your room. The bed now is getting different light in the morning. Yeah. And so on and so forth. So, yeah. So I love that if you want different results... When I wake up slightly differently, I put a new picture up at the end of my bed. So when I wake up, I've got something different to look at. I've changed the bed around so that when I wake up... That's a really good thing. You don't even have to move the bed. You can just sleep at a different end of the bed. bed, I move that around. That changes. That that changed everything. Mm. You can take a different route home from work or to work or around the park. Yeah. Yeah. So in the Bible, it would say... 20 seconds. In the Bible, it would say... You don't have to throw away the vessel. Just, just change it. It's a bit like just, just, just change it a bit. You yeah. don't have to throw the whole thing out. Yeah, I like that. Five seconds. Pause. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you. It's Fantastic. your turn. Oh, how much time online could you redirect to time offline? Okay, this this wasn't really made for me because I don't spend a lot of time online. To okay, be fair. let's start the five minutes and <laughs> you can say how much time could okay. you redirect. Okay, so I think because of the current lockdown, yeah. I spend more time teaching online. So okay. I could definitely redirect that time, that four, five hours, maybe longer than that actually, yeah. Yeah, much more than that. So 12 to 15 hours online and the online training I do. Yeah. I'd much rather be in person. 
Of course. It's interesting, isn't it, right at the moment? Because we were often told you shouldn't spend so much time online. And then suddenly everybody's having to be on. Well, not everybody's having to be online, but so much has been redirected to be online as if there aren't health implications of that. Yeah. Of course, you know, uh, movie watching is often streamed live or online. Yeah. It's interesting because I didn't think initially at the beginning of this question that I spent a lot of time online. But now I'm doing that kind of audit. Oh, there's quite a few hours online. It's not kind of just, you know. It's not just all entertainment. It's not even, it's not even just, you know, scrolling through YouTube or just kind of dead time. I'm using my online time. Yeah. But yeah, I would, I would probably, if I had a choice, I would probably reduce it at least by two thirds, at least. And what would you, besides the work that you would do in person, obviously. So I'd be in the classroom, definitely 100%. I would be both learning and teaching because I lo- I'm a lifelong learner. I love learning. And I love meeting people in, in, in a learning environment. I find it very, oh, it's exciting. You meet yeah. new people. You've got a common, lots of commonalities, have interesting conversations. So I love that. And I don't feel that's happening online. You, you, it's very much more directed and didactic, actually. Somebody's talking, yeah, and you're not able to facilitate a kind of discussion. It's it's quite difficult yes. to do that. Yes. I'm finding that as a teacher quite difficult to do. I find that I've become much more didactic, and it's much more constraining. So whereas we'd have these really lively discussions, it's really hard to pause and know when someone's because there's no there's no body language to give you indicators, and people are not really looking at eye-to-eye contact no. because the way the camera is is slightly off yeah. from eye-to-eye contact yeah and I'm often looking on my screen as a teacher to see prompt me what I'm going to be delivering next yeah so yeah it's not so okay so I would definitely turn that all into um in person um I'll go to the cinema yeah there's a vibration that a cinema holds with different energies, whether I go yeah. on my own, if I go in a group, if I go with, you know, my special film buddy. Yeah, I love that. And yeah. there's a there's you get to chat afterwards and it's yeah, it's yeah. it's really nice. And having those invitations come in to do that and inviting other people to do that is lovely. And that that is very different. It's like looking at a picture of somebody and saying, oh, God, that's my brother. No, that's a picture of your brother. That's not your brother. Yeah. So it's very different. Yeah, it's different. So I think think that's why. So you get this holistic, you get this body language, you get this whole experience rather than just a slither of experience. Anybody who said back in the day, oh, DVDs. Cinema is going to die. I'm like, not in my life, it's not. <laughs> nope. I like going to the cinema. I love taking my kids to the cinema. That was really exciting. It was an outing. Yes. It's time for Magic Minute. 
This is where we have the time it takes to go up 13 floors in an elevator to answer a question from the public. I have a question from Rodney. Rodney asks, how can I better understand the world that is quantum? I'm glad you got that question. Quantum baby. One minute on the clock and the lift doors are closing now. Well, Rodney, I would direct you to the film What the Bleep Do We Know, which was the film that I watched um, that explained how quantum the quantum world works. There's a section in it where you have the double slit experiment, and that basically helps me to understand all those possibilities. The answer is A, the answer is B. The answer is A and B. The answer is neither A or B. Basically, the answer is whatever you want it to be. It's all possibilities, just as life is. Anything can happen. You decide what happens. That's basically what the quantum level of existence allows for. The very subtle underpinning of the world is it doesn't do anything until you say what it's going to do. And that's perfect. That gives you freedom. Bye. Nice. Yeah? Yeah. What the bleep do we know? I will put a link for that. Yeah. Because uh, that's on YouTube. There's different versions of it. I'll put the, the version that's got that, the that full section version. in it. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Well, the full version is like a five-disc box set, DVD box set. No, I just meant the full YouTube version. There's one for you if you like this and there's one for you if you like that mm. and there's one that's a bit of both i'll put the one up that i usually watch but yes there is a five disc possibly seven disc box set it's long <laughs> it really goes down the rabbit hole but it's fun who's your question from so i've got a question from kimberly and she asks what examples of knowledge exist before experience Ooh. Let's put a minute on the clock and the lift doors are closing now. Well, Kimberly, what I would say is usually this is um, what Gillian describes as the house, door two. So I think these are your preconceived, inherited knowledge, ideas, concepts Built from in. your, yeah, from your family, from your traditions, from your customs, from your religion. Those kind of things. So it's not that they're good or bad. It's just you ask yourself, are these helpful or unhelpful? And you can build on that from your own experience. So then you go out into the world with these ideas as a child, as a growing person, and then you go and test them out. You can't help it. You're a curious being. You were born as a curious being. And also, I think there are innate knowledge that's built into you, like curiosity. So like love. You're a loving being. You're a curious being. That's in Bill. Thanks, Kimberly. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yeah, hope hope is the thing that takes us beyond what we've done so far. And it's not necessarily got to be turning away from the family. The hope of the family is that you grow, expand, go further. So the, the generation that never went to university, now he's the first one that yeah. goes to university. So so it, it's it's wonderful and it's an extension rather than a uh, a rejection of, of mm. what the roots have been. Yeah. To go beyond the knowledge that's been held. Yeah. 
I've definitely had experiences of both, though. Yeah. The limitation, you know, the you can't do that. You can't do You that. mustn't do that. We you don't shouldn't do, do that. that. My yeah. goodness, what do you think you're doing? Yeah, and then what's wonderful is when you can bring the the prize of that back to the family. They're like, oh, we had no idea. This yeah. was going to be so wonderful. Because you can't get rid of your roots, really. But yeah. You can transform them. Big shout out to Ed that I met this week, an old school friend who reminded me how vivacious I was as a as a a schoolgoer. Yeah. So yeah, I really I really appreciated that Ed because um I think I I thought I'd been told at school you know actually you've got to tone it down and it's not that that's wrong as I'm saying it's not that that toning it down is wrong but I think I went a little bit too far with the toning down so I'm 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 really encouraged by your encouragement and your joyful remembrance of that and embracing that vivacity and vitality that I had as a, a young a young woman and a young girl yeah so thanks Ed I take it and run with that take it and run yeah that's all our questions for this week lovely good questions good questions thank you to Kimberly and Rodney for our magic minutes you can send in your magic minute suggestions yeah please do yeah where can we be contacted so we can be contacted at gmail conscious couple at gmail we can also be contacted by voice message on the anchor.fm website so if you're not a great lover of typing (laughs) yeah just just leave your message there and and we'll pick it up and we'll we'll share it yeah we'll answer that yeah all our lollipop sticks will be on our Twitter page at Conscious Cuppa. This week's episode was sponsored by Jehovah. Or was it Jesus? Or was it Jehovah and Jesus? Or was it neither Jehovah or Jesus? <laughs> my name is Jenny. And my name's Yui. This has been Conscious Cuppa, a tasty brew. Slurping good time. And a swell cuppa. crew thanks for waiting to the very end for your very own easter egg question yeah do the honors yuri okay okay you ready guys oh spend a few minutes spend a few minutes yeah talking about your spiritual journey oh lovely yeah